The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrier. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrier, a blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Terrier on Ori Neighborhood Television. Like welcome those hearing us on a local voice on SoundCloud and watching on Ori Neighborhood Television. You got Ian here this week. Hey man, gloomy Monday, but the action in football this last weekend was crazy. I know it's nuts. I mean, you know, it's totally nuts. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you think about it. It's, we had overtime games. We had overtime we had games. Blowouts. We had blowouts. We had some um, surprises. Maybe some surprises, especially one out of league. Um. We're gonna bring up. We're gonna bring back a little segment called interviews this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. We're interview football coaches. Absolutely glad to have it back. It's a uh, fun part of the show. This week we got Birmingham Sea Home football coach Jim Dewald. Um, coach, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Sammy. I appreciate it. Um, when you look at, of course, um, your team this year, I'm um, going through a lot of adversity this year. Experience. Um, the last two years, last year and a half it's been just absolutely incredible for Seahome football a.m. trip to the state semifinal um which um a lot of people were really surprised with last year I was personally one of those guys um talk about how the last year and a half has been for you personally and your football team well it's been fun obviously when when things are going pretty well it makes everything uh life a lot easier um a group of seniors that uh that play and then last year's juniors and the back of seniors. So it's really fun to coach those guys. They they like to be pushed. They like to be um, challenged, uh, and they enjoy each week, uh, each Monday, Tuesday. I mean, they enjoy the preparation, and they have fun during the games. And it's, it's, uh, it's been a really, really uh, great experience for those guys, and, 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 and it's been fun. Talk about the offense you run, of course. The Veer, the Veer offense, basically, it's very similar to Adams. Um how did you get the idea to run this type of offense, you know, this Veer version of the triple option offense? Well, we've been, we, you know, I've been running Veer for a long, long time, and we've been in and out of center to pistol and doing all that stuff. And, and you know, I remember a few years back, we were in pistol, we had some good teams, and then we just decided, you know, we can't, we start going to pistol and you start trying to do too much. You start trying to do, you know, the jet reads and the jet counters and, and then you, you, you become someone you're not. And, uh, we cited a few years back, so, you know, we don't, I don't know if we're going to have the talent year and year to run some of that jet stuff, to do the play action stuff, um, to, to back under center, like we were, you know, when we were handover, you know, many years ago. And, uh, just focus on, on, on the game and, and making sure that uh, you know we we chase our execution and not chase plays. Because I think when you get into the pistol shotgun, you start chasing plays, and we want to chase execution. Talk about, of course, your rivalry with Groves. Of course, um, there was one p- time that Groves had you um, six straight, um, and then the last two times you got Groves back. Um, talk about how that rivalry with Groves has been really, um, really matured around the city of Birmingham. Um, it's a fun part. I mean, rivalry in high school, college, pro, it's fun to be a part of. And then it's great when you have a, a program like Groves, who is very well respected across the state. They're very well coached. They have talent year in, year out. Um, and it's a fun game. I mean, I, re, I respect uh, their program and what Coach Flurry does there. And, and uh, each week, each time we play them, it's, 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 it seems to be a close game. They've gotten the better of us and blown us out. But uh, 
very rare that uh, it doesn't go down to the end of the game. And uh, it's fun to be a part of. And right now, uh, we've gotten the last two wins out of them. But I'm sure that they're itching to get back to us and, and <laughs> change that tide. Right now, you would be at the three seed. Right now, um, you would if you two were to play each other, um, you would bat, you would play in the district final. Um, you'd be playing Royal Oak first, um, and then likely having possibly going on the road to, uh, and then possibly going on the road to Berkeley, the Hurley, um, and then mm-hmm. of course um, Groves will have a tougher path. They're gonna have to go to Warren Mott. Um, I want to bring up your thought process on that play two weeks ago. Um, the Caleb play, I call it the yeah. – Ian calls it the play of the year. We have it on audio. Yeah. Can you set up the play and the situation so those who haven't seen it can uh, get some context of how this all developed? Because it was a tight game. And, it was uh, a tight game. It was, yeah. it was 21-21. Yeah, and uh, I think there's about seven minutes to go in the game, and it was uh... – a back and forth game. Uh, we, you know, I thought we did a really good job of holding the ball, keeping the ball away from them uh, all game. Uh, really, they, you, you know, we each had two possessions in the first half, and, and we both had our possessions, and you know, they had the ability to score quickly. Uh, we do not at times, and uh, you know, it's a tight ball game, and it was third down, and we we sent a zero blitz, so we sent the house, and they run a you know a great play call with a jailbreak screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, Jaden, and, and you just, you know, when you when you see that happen, when you see that the zero blitz comes, and you see that play develop on the sideline, and I watch him step back, and you just go, oh my gosh, this is not going to be pretty. And you here know, we have the we, actually, you, we, we, actually, we have the call. Here's the call. He's going to do it at the goal line. <laughs> he stripped the football, it's, and we're going to have a touchback. Oh, what a play by Caleb! Touchback, crazy. Um, I mean, all of us have watched a ton of football. Coach, obviously you've seen more as the coach. Have you seen anything like that uh, in your uh, years of uh, coaching? You there? Oh, there? Have you seen anything like that in your years of yeah. coaching? Have you seen that? Yeah. Coach, you there? Did we lose him? I hope he didn't lose him. I hope he didn't. Oh, we got him. We got him back. Coach, can you hear us? Kind of cutting in and out. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, yeah, I got you now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I think Caleb North hustle on that is is play. It really makes it obviously you get a key pressure with that no equipment thing. What's that? Yeah, it makes up for it. You know, his effort. You know, yeah. like Caleb's effort. Um. Yeah. When you look at a course that play, you know what I mean. That describes, to me, that describes Seahome football. You know, the heart and the guts that everything went through. You know what I mean? For that play. Never gave up on I, it. Sammy, I really appreciate you saying that because I, I think, I really believe that, you know, part of the culture that uh, our kids believe in is is you play, you know, we talk about every game. There's going to be 160 snaps, and you play every snap to the best of your ability, regardless of the score, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the team you're playing. And, you know, whatever happens at the end of the game, we'll live with. And we'll, we'll try to, you know, make corrections after the game of, of, of things we did well, things we, we can work on. But uh, I, I, I really believe the culture of our program, you know, really with our this senior class has developed that mantra. And, and, uh, and I agree. I... Talk about your um, next opponent, North Farmington. This is going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, you're going over to the Tom Holland Field this weekend, um, taking on a very good quarterback in Jacob Asandra, um, and a very good Raiders program. Of course, 
you have, of course, they went through with the um, Hawk effect, I call over there with the Harrison effect. Um, talk about that yeah. matchup a little bit with Harrison. No, with North Farmington. Well, it, 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 it is funny you say that. I mean, you, you watch most film. We played Harrison before, and, uh, you, you know, you see a lot of similarities to what Harrison used to do. But, you know, this is John's program now, and uh, I'm thinking he's putting his yeah. quarterback at uh, – they can he can throw the ball well. They got uh, Sandra. Yep. Three. Or... They, well, the, the 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 receiver number three is is a kid that they can really he can get stretched to field a little bit. Aaron Rice, uh, yeah, very good receiver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then running back. I think he's a junior, number twenty two. Whitehorn. Uh, he's yeah, he's a good good football player. Um, and uh, we 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 don't we had our hands full this week uh, playing them. They're going to probably say the same thing with you guys because doing that veer, of course, they did have a lot of trouble against Adams when they, when of course Adams basically runs the same offense you guys do with the veer. Um, when you look at, of course, going into the playoffs, you know what I mean, and looking at, you know, with this team, I mean, like you guys got a lot of experience heading into the postseason. Um, talk about how um, how um, that will mesh, especially in a season like this, like we've had no other, especially with this um, COVID-19 pandemic. Well, yeah, you lean on your seniors, right? And, and luckily our seniors uh, were, most of them were on the field last year as juniors making a playoff run. So you lean on those guys to, to lead you through this thing. And, and it has been an awkward little time this year. And I think it, we finally got our feet underneath us a couple of weeks ago, but we remind our kids, you know, it can be taken away at any time. I mean, yeah, it's just one phone call away and, and the, this, uh, the health department could say, listen, uh, you got to quarantine your team. And uh, so you just got to take it day by day, you know, literally hour by hour, and, and, and go from there. Um, it, it's, it's, it is a crazy time, but uh, look forward to it. I think our kids are really excited to play this week and then, um, you know, get in the playoffs and see what you can do in the playoffs. How have your kids been holding up? You know, they've been doing okay. I think they're doing fine now. I think, like I said, at the very beginning, it was very – awkward um and uh we lost some kids like everyone else we're no, we're no different than anyone else that we play yeah i know and then part of that is the covid thing and part of it is, it's been a year year and uh it just like i said i'm repeating myself but it, it seems like about two or three weeks ago we finally feel like we got our normal routine a normal schedule down and and uh you know you go week week to week and, and ready to go um, final thought here before I let you go, Coach. Um, what do you have to say to OA Nation about um, everything that's been going on? Um, you have anything to say to OA Nation? Well, no, I, I, I it's it's a pleasure to be in in the OA and, and work through the OA. I think the the coaching staff there are phenomenal. The programs are really great. It's fun to be a part of each week. You got to really work to win. There's no gimmies there, um, and I appreciate Sammy. You always supporting the the OA and doing all your, your preseason stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have the coaches thing beforehand, but, uh, yeah. you know, you're doing the best you can to promote our, our league and promote our, our kids and, and teams. And, and we're, we're really lucky to be in uh, the OAA and, and uh, have such great teams and fans. And... Yep. I'm um, coach Ewald. Um, thank you for joining us this week here on the podcast. Um, good luck this weekend, North Farrington and good luck in the postseason. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks coach. Good luck. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to... That was uh, Coach. What do you say? That was a good interview. You yeah, know? 
little yeah. apologies with the technical difficulties and stuff. Yeah, you never know with the cell connections. Uh, that gets kind of funky sometimes. But mm -hmm. uh, good interview, a lot of good information. You mm -hmm. get a look under the hood of what's happening in the Maples. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's a very good football team to watch over there down there in Birmingham. Absolutely. Um, we got recaps here for yeah, yeah. a lot so of football. Since we had the interview. Yep. Usually we lead off with what happened over the weekend, but uh, we always like to get our interviews in early. We don't want to leave Coach hanging because they no. got other things to do, right, Sam? Yep. All right, so let's do it. What happened? All right, COAA recap. What happened last Friday? Bloomfield Hills 35, Berkeley 34 in OT. That was a good game. And as Coach was saying, it, it sounded like a classic. You yes. know, uh, he said it was a toss-up. We. I don't know if we agreed it was a toss-up. I can't even remember uh, what Berkeley happened yesterday. I thought would have been the better <laughs> team, though, in that game. But still, but I mean. Slizlinski, Slizlinski. Uh, five TD passes. Yep. Anytime your quarterback's chucking five TD scores, it always it, it's it's a good sign for your uh, squad. But Sarah Houston. Hudson. Hudson. My bad. Oh, you have Houston. Hudson. Five PATs, including the game winner. Yeah, that we're going to talk about that. For I mean, Blue like. Field Hills. And then their defense played really good. They blocked the kick. A field goal attempt, and then they blocked the um, PAT and OT. Yeah, it, it just sounded like a classic. That, that one, mm -hmm. you got to dig it up. If it's it's available to be viewed, we've got to see that one. And that made the blue a whole world interesting now. <laughs> it did. Kind of shook things up. Mm -hmm. All right, Avondale, uh, they kind of woke up a little bit. 26-10 over Royal Oak. Mm -hmm. No surprises there. 92-12 last two games for Avondale. Wow. Troy, 49-0 over Pontiac. It's been tough for Pontiac. Yeah, I thought uh, it might be a little tighter. I thought Pontiac and Troy might be a competitive matchup. Well, you know, Troy getting ready to play their arch rival this week. That's true. Lennon uh, had three rushing touchdowns for Troy. Mm -hmm. Rochester, 40. Ferndale, 16. I thought this would be a little closer. So did I. We thought uh, it might be within, I thought it was. Maybe a score maybe or two. Maybe two scores, yeah. Uh, Rochester, 5-0 since the first time since 93. Yeah, Historic been on run all for cylinders. them. Yeah, historic run. Uh, Rochester's defense. Four interceptions and a fumble. Any time you turn over the ball more than three times, you That's are bad. asking for trouble. Yep. Uh, five different guys had touchdowns for Rochester. Zion Fields' 54-yard uh, TD run for Ferndale was the highlight of the night for them. North Farmington 14, or North Farmington 14, Oxford 3. Oxford can't score now. Three points in two games. That's bad. Uh, Jacob. Busandra. Uh, Cassandra, 14 of 22 for 231. That's a monster day. 48-yard uh, TD for uh, Justin Bryant. Uh, Justin Whitehorn, 8-yard TD run for North Farmington. JKD, 36-yard field goal for Oxford. And that was it for the scoring for the Wildcats. That's crazy. Oxford's got problems scoring right now. Three points in two games. Not good. Clarkston, 35. Seaholm, 7. Yeah, I didn't want to bring up that Seaholm game, that Clarkson game for Coach Devald. I mean, like, you know, Clarkson's a whole other strategy right now. And that was 14-7 at halftime. Ooh, I didn't know it was that yep. tight. Yeah, it's uh, – I didn't think we would blow it. I thought it might be a little a little closer. Well, you know how hard it is in a veer. You know what I mean? Well, we also talked, too, about uh, coming off the big emotional yeah. win of the previous like week. Clarkson you can have did, a letdown. And, of course, with Seaholm. Both, Seaholm, both yep. teams, yeah. So, Davis York and Mike Hind, uh, two rushing touchdowns uh, for Clarkston. Uh, Lake Orion 35 uh, to 7 over Farmington. Lake Orion comes uh, back to normal, or is Farmington that rough? Farmington's that bad. Kyler Carson, two passing touchdowns and a rushing TD. Cade Manzo, an interception for a touchdown for Lake Orion. Uh, Stony Creek 36, Southfield AT 7. 
Yeah. I need to know. Anything else to say about Stony Creek? Yeah. They, they keep rolling. They keep rolling. All and right. I watched that game, and that was in a very similar Lake Orion game in 2019. Very similar. Cam Buford, 180, uh, had a passing and a rushing touchdown, so he's on fire. John uh, Fogler, 120 yards and a TD. Uh, John uh, Reba, 14-yard receiving touchdown. Ryan Eckhout, 15-yard TD pass to Grant Lowry. Carson Chambers, two interceptions for Stony Creek. Uh, he that made two is crazy. crazy picks. One of them, he dove for one. Isaiah Marshall, 19-yard TD pass and two interceptions for A&T. Mm-hmm. All right, Rose, 38-20 over Oak Park. Yep, um, you know, rough for Oak Park, but Oak Park's buying some scoring a little bit. They did, finally. Uh, Johnny Rex, love that name, 65-yard TD run. Uh, Stavi Panos, two rushing TDs for PG. Um, all right, West Bloomfield, no surprise here, 37-0 over Adams. I'm a little surprised at the score, but um, Adams very young this year. Yeah, I thought uh, – Thought it'd be a little closer, like they would have put some points on the board. But uh, as far as the W, we kind of picked that. 92 nothing last two weeks for West Bloomfield. That's the uh, the football update. Now, I do want to share some cross-country news. Uh, Lake Orion men take the OAA red title um, this year in cross-country. Tied with Adams at 54-54, which you don't see that often, right, Sam? You've mm-hmm. seen enough cross-country. Yeah, I've seen enough of that, yep. And it came down to the sixth runner for Lake Orion. Man. And they take the win and the OA Red title for 2020. Good win for them. All right, that's the roundup for this week. All right. I want to go back to this um, Boompa Hills-Berkeley game. <laughs> I mean, Berkeley had everything right in front of them. I mean, all they had to do was win this game. All they oh, that's had all you to have to do. You want to let you win. Yeah, all they had to do was win this game. Instead, they get a field goal blocked, um, and then they get a PAT temp blocked. Um, but yeah. Tanner Zelensky was the difference in that game. I mean, he had five passing scores. We knew That's how wild. good. Bloopy Hills does a very good job at developing quarterbacks. Um, of course, Coach Dan Laurie, he's got, he's had, um, he's had John Paddock, and then of course now you have Tanner Zelensky. I mean, I mean, like, and then to put the game on the line on your senior on your senior kicker, Sarah Hudson. You know, just to make a PAT attempt to win the game. And she delivered. Hey. And pandemonium blew out over there. Routine. Routine. Aren't PATs routine? But isn't that the danger, though? That is the danger when you if have you get rout- a kick blocked. But you have routine, you know, and you go, oh, this is no big deal. And then the, it kind of raises the stress level. But give it to, uh, oh, man, that uh, Hudson, right? Yeah, they're Hudson. Heck of a kick. Guts. And it went through. Bloomby Hills has had a history of female kickers, of course. They've had really? three. That's Hudson's the third female kicker on that in program history over there. I mean, it's incredible what they've done over there. But, you know, but the move from the red to the blue, you know what I mean? Yeah. That to me is still bad, mind boggling. <laughs> but now you look at Bloomby Hills now and how the blue is now is now. I mean, Rochester's already clinched to share the blue title with their win over Ferndale. Um, Rochester's rolling, though. I mean. Yes. And now Berkeley and Blue Bay Hills are tied with one loss each. And Rochester and Berkeley play each other this week. Oh. Blue Bay Hills has Avondale this week. So, and Avondale has been hot right now. And Blue Bay Hills, 
picking up that emotional win at the two really tough losses to Rochester and Birmingham Brother Rice. Yeah. Um, you know, are they back? I don't know. But uh, one PAT could a PAT uh, successful change a year? kick? Could it? Could that's, it change a year? That's a very good question. I mean, we've seen other teams, you know, struggle, struggle, and you just have that one inspirational moment mm-hmm. that can propel you on. But uh, their next opponent is Avondale. Yeah. So that's if, at home for them, which is a bonus, bonus, right? Uh huh. And if they, you know what they, you know what's an interesting tradition for them when they win, they have like a victory bell. They go, yeah. they they ring it every time they win. So that's I. Do you think they're going to be? I know we're not to the picks yet. No. But they uh, got a shot. They I'll have a you. very good chance. They got a very good chance, right? Um. And then you look at that game at Hurley, Lumen. We don't know where Berkeley's at after that loss. I mean, there. I mean, like, it's hard. It was, <laughs> I mean, Such on the a other side, game. on the other side, when you have a very tough game, um, Coach Sean Shields has to get the team back in. You know what I mean? And say, let's forget about this one. We still control our own destiny in the blue. Um, we got Rochester this week. You got playoffs coming up in two weeks. I mean, like. Yeah, playoffs coming up starting next week. I mean, like, um, and um, if you're Sean Shields, you got to say, we're fine. We're okay, you know? And knowing that their destiny is still before them, it's not Mm -hmm. shut down. You just got to beat Rochester and everything's okay. Correct. And I think that will help them focus, Mm -hmm. right? So you know that the season's not over. You still have a shot. So as long as you have a shot, the attention of that team is still sharp. Going up against it. Yeah, Rochester's been a team that scored 40 every game this year. Wow. 40 a, points, over when, 40 every game. When's the last time we saw Rochester do that? Uh, 1993. Well, that's when they were 5-0, and but yeah. score 40 points consistently? Not in a long time. Long time. And that and they have, and they're not playing their arch rivals. Oh. Now, that could change in the playoffs if they get Adams. So that could be very interesting. We've already seen that. Uh, have we, we haven't seen them play yet, have we? At, no, we haven't seen Adams, Adams or, in Rochester. Rochester. No, yeah, right? we haven't. That, that was could, Stony I, Creek. That could happen in the playoffs. Wow. And, um, you know, considering where they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at, of course, um, everything around the week, Stony Creek just, they, they, they find ways to just make statement after statement after statement after statement. Yes. And I yeah. think the, the statement Friday was defense. I mean, yeah. we know they can score. We've seen it week in and week out. They can score. They were the more physical team than Southfield and was. They were more, they were the, they were the aggressor. In that game, I mean, they made Isaiah. They they caused two interceptions from Isaiah Marshall, yeah. um, which was um. Man, that's a heck of a game. That was a really good game for Stony Creek. I mean, I talked to Scott Bernstein um, Friday night. Okay. Um, and he was at that game, and he and um he was really impressed with Stony Creek. I mean, how they are built. They're very efficient. They are very efficient. <laughs> I mean, like just very efficient and just. You know, this is a team that I wouldn't want to see in the first round of the play or in the playoffs. Yeah. And when you look at that district, we talked about this on numerous occasions. They're in that Mac Red district. Yeah. With um in the Mac Red, we know from beating each other up. Yes. They've been beating each other up. Mm-hmm. And if Stony Creek rolls in there, that they're not gonna roll in there against the Mac Red. Well, the 
The Mac Red has to be aware. I mean, are they even aware? I know are they, they go, oh, aware? hey, Stony Creek. I know because they and, don't have exposure to them. I know Zach and Zach is definitely not aware of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, the coaches have to be at this point. The coaches because have to be, you, but I know Zach and Zach is not aware of them. But That's okay. That's okay. But I'm just telling you right now is this team can win that district. Now, yes, there are other teams in there that can get problems. Like, of course, beside the Mac Red. Anchor Bay is mm. a perfect example. Uh, Mike Gioni is the coach over there. We know what he did at Macomb, Dakota, Warren G. South. Yeah. Um, and then you look at, of course, um, and then, of course, you look at, um, but I think, you know, Stony Creek's in a really good spot right now. The they got a big one this week. The only thing that cons- <clears throat> excuse me, concerns me going into the playoffs is how many games have Stony- has Stony Creek had that they were really tested. One? That one, maybe one, because they blew everybody out. Yes. And that sometimes... That is a concern for me when you right? look at that Cougar team. I mean, that is a big concern, is the fact that they have not been tested. I mean, like, now you can say, well, they can say, well, last year really motivated them because yeah. the majority of that team was back and they were tested thanks to those five games But this last is a year. completely this is, different beast. Yeah, this is a completely different yeah. beast, especially... Going into a district with the Mac Red, uh, who basically have beaten each other up. I mean, some upsets around the Nat League, of course. Some Chippewa Valley losing to um, Utica Eisenhower. Mm. And Utica Eisenhower was winless coming in. Wow. And um, Romeo, of course, has been like um, been competitive. I mean, Macomb, Dakota, and Sterling Heights, Stevenson, both those teams shared the league title this year in the Mac. But, Do you um, see it as like... It's hard to gauge what the red over there, the Mac red is. Who's the who's the stronger team, or is it a bunch of uh, they're pretty much the same? And I just think it's pretty much the same, and everybody's beating, beating each, each other, other up. up. I think that's what it is. Um, and then when you look at, of course, the other leagues, you know, when you look at the OA red, uh, yeah. when you look at the red, obviously, I mean, like, um, you know, a lot of people compare the Mac to the um, red. You know, the Mac red to the OA red. So. Yeah. And when but you, it seems like the top teams in the red right now are really separating themselves from West the rest. West Bloomfield's been rolling. Um, Clarkston, they're back. Um, Lake Orion's Lake Orion. Um, yeah. I mean, like, but pretty much the team I was really surprised with um, this week has been Oxford. I mean, the fact that this team's only scored three points in the last two weeks has not been very good. Um, Oxford, of course, we know they have a new system. I don't know if if it is in – you look at that game with North Farmington, Oxford really – they can't score. <laughs> they can't score. Yeah, that's true. And I don't understand that, you know, especially when you have a new offensive system, new offensive scheme, um, and the fact that you've been scoring at will in the first three games and now you've not been scoring as much. But also, uh, scouting – Right, so uh, when you start looking at, uh, it's not a mystery of what uh, Coach Lyon's throwing at him. No. Right, so now everybody kind of knows what to expect. Right. Um, I don't know what their injury situation is. I mean, that, I don't know that could be a factor. It um, could be this time of year. You know, you never know who's in or out at one time. Absolutely, it could be an injury factor. But that's a team I've been really, you know, up and down with with Oxford. I mean, that's a team that I think you know they've got to find their way now. I mean, like if not, you know. They might not even make it out of the first round, and yeah. that's a big problem for them. Um, when you look at a course, when we talked about um, Clarkston, I mean, the Wolves are finding ways to win with with different guys. I mean, 
two weeks ago, I mean, like it was one guy, and it was you have of course Ethan Clark's injury against West Bloomfield. Uh, he, did he even had, play? I don't know Is if that, he even played. That's two in a row. I mean, I don't know if he even played. I mean, like they're getting him healthy for the playoffs. I mean, but Clarkson's finding ways with different guys every week doing carrying the load. I mean, like you had two guys last week against Seaholm doing that. Carrying the load for Clarkson on, and, on the ground. And we saw that uh, when they came into Dragon Stadium, right? I uh, know. Who were these guys running the ball? A converted, converted receiver, I think it was. Yeah, a converted receiver in that game. And I know. Um, and he gouged. And him. I know Davis York personally. I mean, like, um, you know, he had. He had a great game. He had a great game. Looked good doing it. I mean, good very too. competent, strong runner. Mm hmm. He's a really shifty. shifty runner. Yep, I've seen it. I mean, like, but. So they're so far they're in good hands. They're in good hands, you know. And when you look at Clarkson, you know, everybody says, "Well, Clarkson versus Davison." You know what I mean? Clarkson versus Davison. You know, everybody's that's what they're picking. Everybody's to, saying to, to that in the playoffs to meet up. I mean, you know, you got to keep. There's <laughs> some other teams got to keep an eye on. Of course, Grand Blanks having a very good year. Lake Orion, of course, is Lake Orion. Um, Lake Orion has some. Lake Orion. They have to figure out some stuff, though. I mean, they beat up on a. Farmington's not a very good yeah, team. Yeah, Farmington this year. is having I mean, a rough. They're young. They're very young. Um, but and they took advantage Friday, and right. they they took care of business. They did what right. they were supposed to do. Got a brutal game this week, Lumen. Yes. Um, and then um, and then of course West Bloomfield, same thing with Adams. Had no problem with Adams. Um, Groves. I mean, like when you look at Oak Park. Oak Park, you know, I thought they played better last week, you know, scoring 20 points, um, you know, but they gave up 38 to to um, Groves. Yeah. And you look at Oak Park having to play Clarkston and most likely going to be Wyandotte Roosevelt in the first round. Um, yeah. You look at, you look at this team. Do you think they're the surprise of the season of what? I think Oak well, I besides, think I mean, on part, the on the other side of the thing, I mean, yeah, Rochester I, might be on the uh, positive side, on the negative. Negative the, maybe is, Oak Park, yeah, I would is say kind that. of a surprise because when you look at Oak Park, I mean, like I thought, you know, they would be better. You know what I mean? That they they've been showing me, and they have not. I mean, yes, playing in the red's gonna is it's rough, it's <laughs> difficult, but I just didn't expect them to be this bad. I mean, like, you know, yeah, the adjustments. They've been bad. Yeah. Bottom line. <laughs> I mean, they've been, they've been really bad. I mean, like, and I think that's got to make Coach Greg Carter nuts. And I know Coach Carter. Very successful man, what he's done over there. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I knew it was going to be a rough year. I mean, like, especially after, you know, they had that disappointing playoff run a year ago um, where they lost to Farmington um, after winning the White. And um, I think it's, it's, it's really... It, they're have they're they're struggling right now. Yeah, um, I, I mean, hitting twenty points uh, against Scrubs. It's like again, not seeing the game and go. Did it come late? Did it come early? It's a start for you them. Know? You know what I mean? It's a start for them. Um, now they got to play Clarkston. Yeah, which I know Clarkston's gonna be motivated after getting up sixty three last year to him. <laughs> uh, at, yeah, I mean, that like, I still can't believe that happened. Yeah, it was at Clarkston too. That's wild. Um, and then you look at, um, you look at, of course, um, we mentioned North Farmington, of yeah. course, um, Jacob Usandra, you know, he's going to be the key, 
He's going to be the key in that district um, looming. If the district were to end today, they would be playing Milford, and they would have the number two seed in that district. Wow. You know, and then you have South Lyon there. Um, but people ask me if, if like, you know, Wall Lake Western could be a team to watch out for. Wall Lake Western has not played really well. I mean, like, they've lost. Um, they had that horrible loss to Wall Lake Northern the other night. Um, and I know there's been some <laughs> turmoil there surrounding yeah. them. Um, but you know, it looks like Wall Lake Western is not the same team they used to be. Um, Fetton, of course, right now would have the number one seed in that district, but North Farmington's got a good chance to possibly win that district, you know, and could do some And damage. would you have picked that at the beginning of the year? I mean, we've seen... I mean, what's North Farmington's record currently? They're three and two right now. Right? I mean, you kind of had that up and down. Uh, well, you didn't know what you were going to expect to win no, the blue no. last year. Exactly. And, um, you know, three and two, are they better than three and two or are they three and two? Because it seems like the, the the teams that they dropped to, you know, fell to were, were good teams. Were better. I mean, straight up better. I mean, Stony Creek was flat out better. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they had that loss to Groves. Um, and now they get to play Seahome, which is going to be a really interesting game. We talked about that with Coach Dewald on yeah. the pod earlier. Yes. Um, that was going to be that's going to be a really good game. Clash of different styles. Um, I put the um, top five games. Um, email them to um, to Becky. Oh and, yeah, um, so the, on the uh, TV blog. Yep, so just a reminder of all of our listeners: if you head over to OrionOnTV.org, we have a news blog, and Sammy's a feature writer, so you can see it there, or you can see it, uh, do you also post it on your... I do not post Oh, so we get exclusive. We get exclusive. Oh, boy. Yep. Hey! Exclusive feature writer for ONTV. (laughs) Nice. Yep. Um, You're a busy guy. Yep. When do you have time to do all this? uh, Usually I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, That's true. But um, I think when you look at... um, But I think when you look at North Farmington... They're in a good spot. I really think they're yeah. in a good spot. Now, um, if Wall Lake Western were to find their itch again, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I would say put them right now as a favorite. But jury otherwise, I think North Farmington, you know, right now would be my favorite in that district. We're going to go more into depth with districts next week when they release the official playoff matchup. Yeah, which is crazy. I can't believe, right? This is coming up. This is the la- the final the regular, regular season. season week. Yeah. Is, hasn't it seemed like since everything's so compressed, it's just like, ugh, and here we are. It, yeah. This is it. This uh, is it. This is it. The last game of the season coming up this uh, Friday. Yeah, last games of the year crazy. coming up Friday for the regular season before we start playoffs. Um, Everybody's in the playoffs, you know, in the OA. Yeah. Which, all, 21, yeah. all 21 schools made the playoffs. Which I, I find... Interesting. It, it keeps this season going. I'm have you know when the season started, you were kind of were kind of like, oh, what are we gonna? What's it gonna look what's like? It gonna what's look it gonna like? feel like? Are they? T- and right now, the teams are now like uh, Coach uh, said this morning. He said that uh, you know now feels like normal. You kind of you know the first couple weeks, it's like oh, what's happening, and then you get you're back to your normal uh, routines, and the kids are playing, and everything is cool, and you have that new normal now with. Uh, uh, the games are happening, you know, you're you're traveling, you're doing all this stuff. And to finally get to that normal, it finally feels normal right now, and here we go. We got one more game to go. Yeah, we got one it more game uh, to go. It took, what, three weeks or four weeks to feel like you're normal now again. everybody's in the playoffs. Everybody um, in the playoffs. I dig that. I kind of like it. If you, I, Do you think this should be, the MHA should consider this for the um, for going in the future? 
um, I don't know if in the future, but I'm glad they did it for this year because at least extends the season. It, it does extend the season right? for them. You know, yeah. I think that's that's a good, interesting topic to talk about. Yeah, that, for another that, day. Yeah, at the, uh, my, the curious uh, thoughts for me are where are they going to have the state finals? Oh, uh, that's a big question. I mean, like that hasn't this, been announced. Yet. It hasn't been announced yet. I mean, like, where are they going to have the state finals? Where are they going to have the semifinals? Yeah. I mean, that's a conflict resolution part right there. <laughs> I mean, they're going to roll it over to, like, could they pick a big college? Could they pick a big college? Could they play play it at high schools? They could play it at a high school like the old days? Could you imagine the snowstorms and all that? I know. I mean, like, could they play it, uh, like, at Eastern Michigan? Could they play it at U of M? Could they? I guess they'll be playing. They'll be playing. Mac's not playing, right? Mac's not playing. Or are they? Oh, yeah, they are playing. They are, so because Big Ten said we're going, they're going to start playing. Yeah. So, you know, where would they play? I don't know, and that's a good question. I mean, Ford Field's always been, but I don't know if they're, they're not have having the it. They're I not know. having it. All right, um, let's look at the week week six games. Yeah, here. what do we got? Uh, we have. Do we have any? Ma- is this kind of like is the 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 last week of OAA week- football going to end with a blue a dud, or is this going to be like there's some games that really mean something? You never I mean, know. You I mean, never Rochester, know. Rochester, Rochester, Berkeley's means. They're a still lot. fighting for. They're still fighting the blue. The blue's very interesting. Blue's um, still open. Yeah, um, let's look at our first game. We got Ferndale at Pontiac. Um, Ferndale's really owned Pontiac the last six. They've won six straight over them. Um, it's at Wisner Stadium. Um, Ferndale. I, yeah, I really can't see Pontiac having touching Ferndale. But but when you look at this, if the season ended today, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Pontiac could be heading to Bay City Western. We talked. You talked about that before them heading north, but it's like ugh. Bay City. Bay City's a good area. Oh, it is. It's a I, nice area. I agree. Off Saginaw Bay, you know, oh, just got to trail off seventy five. I mean, like you know, but Bay City Western took on Edwardsburg last week. Where is Edwards? The Eddies. The Edwardsburg Eddies. Way down there. Yeah. Of course, I don't know if you Edward- guys could see. He's pointing down to like Benton yep. Harbor. Yeah, right near Benton Harbor. Southwest, the is lowest yep. uh, southwest of apparently, the, the mitten. Well, Bay City Western <laughs> did not have a game last week because they're um, because of COVID, and um, they had to make up a game with Edwardsburg. So maybe Edwardsburg travel up to Bay City. Okay, and they got blown out thirty-one nothing. Mm. So, well, you know, I'd like to make a comment on that. I mean, I know we have uh, our picks to talk about, uh, but the management of these staffs the coaching staffs and the kids of staying healthy has been very, very good. I know. Right? I mean, it's, it's to be honest, I, I'm shocked at how um, I think how few the games have been canceled in the OAA and beyond. That's to the athletic directors, the athletic department. You know, well, it's the parents, the it's parents, the, kids, the kids, keeping the kids uh, yeah. at the credit to the, safe and yeah, smart, athletic right? Athletic departments as well, parents, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, They're following the guidelines, following the rules. Yeah, and, and you don't want to let up yeah, at this point. You don't want to let up, especially when you look at especially <laughs> hanging the fall playoffs and are, then the basketball season. You know what I mean? Well, that, that and playoffs are just around the corner. And, uh-huh. you know, especially those seniors, it's like you'd hate to go, well, this is our last game and uh, we can't play it. I know. Because there's no huge... there's no makeups now, man. No I mean, it's, makeups. It's either it's now, it's, it's now or never. One and done. Um, Here's an interesting game for you Royal Oak and Frazier. Royal Oak and Frazier, that is this week? Yes. Frazier travels to Royal Oak. Frazier, three and two. Got a very good quarterback and a very good running back. Going against Royal Oak, who just seems like, uh, I don't know what to say. I'm at, I'm at a loss for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I haven't seen Frasier. I know nothing I have, about. Hey, okay. I have. Frasier's very good this year. Last few years they've been in the doldrums. Oh. Um. So they turned it around this year. Turned it around this year. Three and two. Um. Very good. Very good running back. Very good quarterback. Um. Thought that it had Sterling Heights. I mean, like, um, Roy Oak's going to have their hands, hands full. full. Yeah. I mean, people are going to say to me in this game, you're like an all OA picker, right? You're an all OA picker, mate. I'm of taking course. Frazier in this game. <laughs> well, I'm you, taking you have... Frazier in this game because I think Frazier's a more, um, I think they're more well rounded. Um, I think they're going to give Roy Oak problems. Um, we'll see where Roy Oak is at come yeah. playoff time, but I think this team's in a lot of trouble. You pick them how you see them. I don't think you're – I mean, sometimes you're a little green and white leaning nah. on the dragon side. Sammy, mm-hmm. come on. You have to <laughs> – come on. I've known you long enough. But uh, you call them – I mean, I would say 99.9% of the time you call them how you see them. Mm-hmm. Right? But I got to get Frazier the advantage of Royal Oak. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a very tough game. I'll take your us. word for it. I haven't seen Frazier in action, but if that's the case, Frazier. Troy versus Athens. Remember, remember the interview with Billy, Ke- yeah. Coach Billy Keenan? Yes. Athens did not play last week. Troy played Pontiac last week. Got some points on the board. This is going to be a very interesting game. Wayne Jashman, David Lennon, Remy Stromberg against Nate Hazel. This is going to be <laughs> Troy at Troy. Athens, the Troy calls Troy Athens the school down the road. Healthy rivalry. It's a hell. It has the last two years has been just seventy four to nothing in favor Athens. of yes. But Troy has scored points this year. Yeah, they scored points this year. <laughs> Do I think are they scoring this week against Athens? And. Yes. Yeah, they'll score points. They'll score points, but I think Athens is going to take it. I think Athens will take it because I think Athens has got a more experience and they're well rested. And Troy, we know, and Troy, we know, has had a habit of going to the deep Titanic sinking. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely up and down. Yes, they are. Um, for this season, uh, you know, we're always looking for positives. Are, is there improvement on these teams that have struggled over the years? Mm-hmm. And I think. Troy has made some positive movements. Yeah, made year. some positives. They've won three games. I mean, like, um, but. Um, I mean, going from not able to score a point at all until, what, the fifth week or whatever mm-hmm. it was last year to actually putting points on and being competitive in a couple games, yeah, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. Um, well, we got some nitty-gritties in the blue. Um, yeah. Having the Bluefield Hills. Yeah, this is the fun stuff. This is going to be the fun game here. Um, having a very athletic, very talented, we know. 90 points last two weeks, taking on a Blue Bay Hills team, cutting off an emotional 35-34 win. Yes. Will the Blackhawks need another PAT attempt from Sarah Hudson? No. I think uh, Bloomfield Hills takes it. Evandale is one of those, Jekyll and they, they handle their business against the, the lowly guys. Right. I think uh, this is more of a, um, a superior foe coming in, don't you think? I think Slazinski's going to be the be difference closer, in this game. I think it's going to be closer. But it's maybe not going to be OT. Maybe, maybe a, maybe a two-score game. I, I think Blue Bay Hill is a much better team here. Um, so do I. Yeah. Now they're going to be praying for a Berkeley win against Rochester. Rochester's rolling. 
Um, Berkeley, we don't know where they're at after losing that game. Yes. Do you think Rochester? Do you think Rochester on the road? On the road. Do you think they take it outright, or do you think they take it, or do you think they share it? This is their year. I think they take it outright. I, I do th- too. They go in, and um, I don't think it's close. You I th- don't think it's close. I think Rochester is on a mission. Don't you think? Yeah, Eric Vernon's done a wonderful job. Fantastic, and yes. I mean, we seen Rochester last year. And they were young. And, and played like it. And they and well they've they've increased their um the linemen gotten stronger. They've gotten better. Um Alex Bano had a, another year of proven experience. Um he's got proven receivers as well. Now I'm curious to see what Rochester is when they get into districts, because you know they're in that kiss of death district. Yes. Um What and, was your pick though? I'm going I'm going Rochester. Rochester. Okay. Because when I said I, I think they're going to win big, you, you gave me like a the stink eye. I think it's going to be close. You think so? Um, because Berkeley's got a lot of pride. They have a lot still on the line in this game. Considering true. that you know I, that that's true. They've I, got I, a lot on the line too. Um, yeah. But with Rochester, knowing what they got to deal with after, do you think that Berkeley game? You think they're looking ahead? Rochester. It depends on the matchup with Rochester. You know, if they come to the district. Because I don't think they're looking ahead. Beyond, no, they're not looking ahead no. this week, no. Because but, too much is on the line. But next week, yeah. yikes. Because they're <laughs> in that kiss of death district. Yeah, now, that, it's unfortunate. It's so brutal. So Berkeley's case, for Berkeley's case, you know, you know, they got a lot on the line. Home field could be on the line in this game for them, maybe. Um, considering oh, man, that you, you know they Bo- want a home game. Considering you have both Birmingham schools basically breathing down their necks right now. Yes. Um, But... It'll be very interesting to see, but I think there's a lot on the line for Coach Sean Shields and his team in this game. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I, but that is the one to watch this week. Yes, I think that's the game the, at that's Hurley. The game. the game at Hurley, that'll be the one to watch for sure. Um, where Berkeley's head's at, where's Rochester? I mean, like, is Rochester coming in this game? Maybe riding can, a little. Can they tour, play spoiler? Can they play spoiler? That's the thing. I mean, it's a share, right? So if Berkeley wins. There's a three-way tie for the blue between Rochester, Berkeley, and um, Bloomfield Hills. And, and you know Rochester wants it outright. Yes, I, mean, I know. When is do. the last time they had it? It's been a long, long time. time. <laughs> um, and I think Rochester will get it this week. Um, let's go to the white. Um, we got um. We got um, an interesting game, of course. Some Stony Creek and Groves last. You remember? Mm-hmm. La- remember? Remember we talked about this last year, where um, Cameron Buford, where there was a bad exchange with Stony Creek, um, yeah. which ended up going for touchdown and yes. Groves won twenty eight twenty three. Yes. Now it's at Stony Creek. Both teams are different compared to last year. You know, Stony Creek's going to have right in the back of their minds that game from last year. They're gonna want revenge. They're gonna want. They're gonna want revenge, and they're this, definitely motivated. This is Stony Creek's second home game. Only, only their second home game. Everybody else they did was they beat was on the road. How does that Except get Farmington. scheduled? That I don't know. Wow. So I, that tells you, Sammy. I didn't know that. That's uh, that's stun- that that even makes what they're doing even more impressive. Because mm-hmm. you know, they the went old- to Birmingham. They went to North Farmington. They went to Seattle. They went to North Farmington. They went to um Southfield. They went to um Wow Adams. I mean, like, how do you only get two home games? 
and your two home games are and your two home games are against a very good growth team and farming. That's crazy scheduling. I didn't know I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they're gonna be happy to be home. And I think they're gonna be extra motivated. I don't know what the uh the allotment of uh crowd size for Stony Creek is um that's gonna be there, but it's gonna be a rock <laughs> if they allow people in those stands, it's gonna be noisy and it's gonna be raucous. Coach Nick Merlo does I watch his podcast on um he does like an armor up podcast. Cool. Um where can you find that? Um, I will show you the link. It's it is on SoundCloud, by the okay, way. Okay, we got We should share share that with the uh, the listeners because uh, if we can get that info out, we'll, maybe next week we will put it up. Stony Creek does have a podcast um, that um, they talk about their sub varsity teams, and awesome. recaps. Um, and then he does he does like an elite man of character. Um, cool slogan. So um, yeah, I'll, um, a lot of good stuff over there. Yeah, there's a lot riding over awesome. there. Awesome. Um. And now he's taking on a Groves team mm-hmm. that has a very good athletic receiver, Jaden Magnum. Yep. Um, bounce back. It had a good win against Oak Park. Um, do they get it done against Armour Up this week? Probably not. No. Because they're going to be too motivated. And if Stony Creek wins, that district involving the Mac Red goes through Stony Creek. Yes. So, but then again, of course, let's not forget, you know, the team a lot of people compare them to is Lake Orion of last year. Of course, Nika Eisenhower was a Mac Red team winning the Lake Orion and won that game. Yes. So, and how Stony did they Creek do it? We threw right. it. They passed defense. Yes. Well, you it's know. pass defense and the ball control and all these different things. It's uh, I see Stony Creek. Uh, there's something about them this year. There's just this, this confidence in that team, right? There's I mean, something with that team. Yeah. They are a special group. Every time you see teams that are, you know, that are having good seasons, there's teams that can have good seasons. There's close wins and nail biters, and this isn't happening. This team's on a mission. It's singularly focused, and it's it's rolling right now. They're rolling and on all cylinders. Absolutely. And now I don't get, think they'll be overlooking. No. Uh, they're going to be motivated. Uh, yes, they're growth. motivated, and I think they take it. Adams and Farmington, both teams struggling this year. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think it's at Farmington. Adams, Adams, very young. Both teams very young this year. Um, looking for that's the kind of a coin flip, don't you think? I not think necessarily. A- for I me. think maybe Adams. I got Adams as well. Farmington has a lot of defensive issues. Yeah, they got some problems defensively. Um, offense and going against a team around the Veer. Yikes. Yeah. Seaholm and North. Who do you got? I gotta go Seaholm. You're going see home yeah. at Tom Holland Field. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Veer over over the Hawk effect. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, too much experience on Seaholm's side. I think Seaholm's gonna find a way to get to Sandra. Um, I, I it's gonna be a tight game. Yes, it's gonna be a very tight game. But I think North. I think Seaholm's gonna take over North Farmington. Um, be a huge win for Coach Jim Dewalt and his team. Absolutely, we had Dewalt on the podcast too yep. as well. Um, the Red Games. Uh, A and T and Oxford. You know what? Well, this might I be might a good wanna, game. This might be a good game. I'm starting to have regrets about apologizing on air last week <laughs> because of that disaster against Stony against Stony Creek. But then again, it is Stony Creek, so yes. I might give him a pass. Okay. So <laughs> I was thinking about that, you know. But for A and T having to travel up. 
I-75 to M24. Under construction. Under construction. <laughs> and Oxford's under worse construction than this. Oh, man. And if you're Tim Conley, you must be going absolutely nuts right now. But it would be even more miserable if he came up with a loss. Yes. Which I think is going to happen. Oh. Because. You're picking Wildcat? I'm picking Oxford because I think Oxford, um, you know, I. Do you think they I, bounce back? I mean, Oxford's they... line up front is much better than Southfield's. Um, I think that, um, I think that, um, I think they're going to confuse Marshall. I think Marshall, they're going to confuse him just enough. And I think it's a big game for Brady Carpenter. I think he. He needs to have a big game after two weeks of pure frustration. Yes. Um, and Tate Muir as well. The, those two guys need to go off. If there's something that Southfield Arson Tech does not like, it's teams that are physical up front. And Southfield is physical up front. Um, so give me the Wildcats mm. over the Warriors. And you're going to say close? or I'm going to say 10 points. See, my gut, I, uh, Sam, you always do this. Like, it's like you, I, I, I formulate, okay, this is who I'm picking. And then you talk me out of it. I'm going to go arts and tech. Go A&T. By three. Really? Yes. Goodness gracious. Why not? Why not? You know? I mean, what has, uh, have the Wildcats shown anything that says, hey, yeah, you know, we can, you know, I just. They can win these type of games. Yeah, and they're tough at their home, and I, I know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna see I say A and T. You got A and T. Yeah, I got Oxford. I'm okay being wrong. Um, I'm wrong most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course we got um, we got Clarkston against um Oak Park. Yeah. Last year, sixty three forty one. That might be a flip, this year. You, Clarkston tagging. You, how many points did <laughs> Clarkston's tagging on Oak Park? Uh, it could be fifty. I think it could be more than 50. I mean, like, they were embarrassed on their home field last year. Um, well, I know against Lake Orion at uh, Dragon Stadium, Clarkston wanted to put more up. Mm-hmm. They wanted to because of what happened a year ago. Right. And we saw at the end of the game, they were – they you knew they were on a mission. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing. It's like we got to prove to everybody who tagged us last year we're, we're back and we're going to – we're going to get you back. <laughs> I just have a feeling it's going to be a, I a truckload of points. I think Clarkson route big time. Yeah. Um, Lake Orion, West Bloomfield. I mean, last year was a crazy game at Dragon Stadium. Yes. Four overtime game. Lake Orion does not have the experience that they have from last year's team compared to this year's team. West Bloomfield, ever since that loss to Clarkson, has put up 92 points. Um. It's hard for me to go against the hometown team, but this week I am. And the reason why is West Bloomfield, too much depth up front. You know, too much depth up front. I mean, I think when you look at this game here on paper, it's just, it's going to be a tough sell. It's going to be tough, but West Bloomfield just, I think it could be a 10-point game. Ooh. But I just think at the end of the day, if Lake Orion's defense can make it at least a, I mean, like a low-scoring game, I would say they have a they good have chance. They have a chance. But at the end of the day, if but if West Bloomfield's discipline comes back and bites them, mm. maybe. But I just think at the, at the games in the swamp, 
it's everything's gonna like be stacked against Lake Orion. Yes. Um, what's the passing for West Bloomfield gonna look like? Alex Shorts, we know is a very good quarterback. Yes. We know he's, he's very, accurate. He's accurate. He is. Um, and they're putting Donovan Edwards in um different spots. Yes. Um, he keeps you off a, balance. They got a good power back and Michael yeah. McCallick, who's had a really good year. I like that kid. He's, I really like that guy. Yeah, he, I mean, like, and then, um, but the question for West Bloomfield is going to be that line. I mean, like, um, yeah, I mean, and of course, if Lake Orion can stay on the field, you know, (laughs) offensively, because you notice that game against Clarkson, West Bloomfield, um, had a lot of trouble with attrition. They did. So I think, I think this is going to be a tight game. I think it'll be maybe a 10 point game. But I don't think it's going to be that. I you think, don't think it's going to no. be that close? I think um, they keep you off balance, West Bloomfield. And they, the balance they have from running to passing, like we said in the high school game, if you are balanced, you can pick people right. apart, pick your poison. Right. And um, I don't think there's a weakness on either side. But so. I also think West Bloomfield's got more to play for than Lake Orion does. Oh, Lake yeah. Orion's looking at likely playing Graham Blake in the first round, yeah. um, which is going to be a really interesting game. Um, over at Grand Blank. Um, Lake. I mean, Grand Blank's got a tough game with Celine. For West Ooh. Bloomfield, they got Sterling Heights Stevenson in that district. And right now, West Bloomfield is the number two seed. If the district finals were to happen, West Bloomfield would have to go to Runkle Field and play <laughs> Sterling Heights Stevenson. Sterling Heights Stevenson picked up a huge win against Rose Point South. Yeah. West Bloomfield, of course. You know, I don't know. If a win over Lake Orion is going to get them that many points, I don't know if it's going to if it's going to. But Lake Orion was not forget it's a three and one team. Yes, and um, and West Bloomfield we know is four and one right now. So when you look at West Bloomfield, um, I think there's a lot more f- for them in in this game than there is for Lake Orion in this game. For Lake Orion, it's just for them. It's stay healthy. Stay healthy. Get ready for the playoffs, um, and everything will be okay. They'll be competitive. I mean, they're not going to roll over. They'll be competitive. They're going to be competitive. Um, but if Lake Orion keeps this within ten in the fourth quarter, or maybe maybe within a touchdown in the fourth if quarter, if they can do that, if they can do that. You know what? I mean, like, who knows? Yeah, that means the defense is playing out of their minds. Yeah, the defense is going to have to play really well in this game. But I in that in that they game. have a hard time scoring mm-hmm. against quality teams, and they're going to need to score in this game against West Bloomfield. So, right now, are you going West Bloomfield, too, Ian? West Bloomfield, yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be very interesting to say the least what happens. All right, now, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, had a nice chat today. want to thank yeah, Coach yeah. Jim DeWald here on the podcast um, for calling in. And um, good luck to his team the rest of the year. And Absolutely. good luck to everybody this whole week. Um, take care, everybody. See you all next weekend. Yeah, last of, the, last of the regular season games, right, Sam? Yep. All right, thanks, Sammy. We'll see you next week. Yep. Right now it's produced by Sammy Timmy and the views on this show are his and mine alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give us a call here at ON TV at 248-393-1060. That's it for right now for this week. Good luck, you guys out there playing ball and uh, running and all that good stuff. A lot of cool things happening. We'll see you next week. See ya!